Oh, hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to Helpful Snowman, a.k.a. for today, the uh, Salacious B. Crumb Hour. Um, so here's the deal. On Helpful Snowman, what we've been doing over the last uh, year or two is uh, just trying, trying different formats. So if I'm like, hey, I want to try a, a show where we do X, we do Y, we do Z, Instead of making like a whole new podcast every time, which was the original, admittedly stupid plan, what I'm doing now is um, I'll just do an episode of Helpful Snowman of each of these casts. So t the, today's cast is basically like cast podcast. I don't even know what that pod. What is cast? Like broadcast, but pod. Fuck. Anyway, today's cast is about. Uh, what if I had done a show that every, every week came out? This might be a bi-weekly, um, just because there's not as much to talk about. What if I'd done a weekly show on Salacious Crumb? Now, now, this might sound crazy for a few reasons. I mean, one of them being like, um, what, what? Like one topic and you tackle the same topic every week, but. Um, that's kind of how, you know, there's some successful podcasts. There are like, there's a Star Wars Minute podcast where they w talk about one minute of a Star Wars uh, movie, right? And so it's like, I can't imagine, I've listened to like one because I liked the guest, but I got to imagine it's pretty repetitive. And also it's like, are you really going to have, is minute to minute, is Star Wars that different? It's like, Okay, then Darth Vader was in his egg thing, and then he spun around in his egg thing, and then he said something. And it's like, is each one of these things is worth its own. You get the drift. But this seems to be a successful podcast format, and uh, so I was like, why not me? And uh, Star Wars is, you know, always a big thing. To, it seems to be making billions of fucking dollars. It's, I, see, I see stickers that identify people's uh Kia Rio as a rebel alliance vehicle. So you know, I, why not hitch my my train my wagon to that train? Hitch my uh wagon to that horse. Whatever. Um so my version though is to talk about salacious crumb. So so salacious crumb before we get into the meat here you probably remember as that little guy who was like a bird muppet who seemed to live in Jabba the Hutt's fat folds and just went like, eh, heh, 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 heh. Um, that's primarily what seems to be what he's known for. Um, but, you know, let's explore this character because Star Wars is a rich universe of characters and things. And uh, there's so much more to Star Wars than just what you see on the screen. So I'm on Wikipedia. Wikipedia? Wikipedia? I mean, it looks like Wikipedia, like a Wookiee, like Chewie. 
but Wikipedia kind of sounds more like Wikipedia. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's the winning uh, answer here. But this starts off with a quote from Darth Vader, apparently talking to Jabba the Hutt regarding Salacious Crumb's manners. So hey, this is not just some crap character. This is a character that was mentioned by the Darth Vader, and he said. If you value that creature's life, you should tell it to never again do that in my presence. Uh, I don't know what that refers to, but I hope that we'll find out. Um, the basic, the basic info here: he's from the world of Koak. He died for Aby on Tatooine. Apparently, I don't know what Aby is or anything like that. He's a Kowakian monkey lizard. He is male. 0.7 meters tall. He weighs 9 kilograms. I don't, I don't know what all this Star Wars bullshit is about meters and kilograms. What are you talking about? His hair color is red. Which seems to be... Oh, well, he does have a little tuft of hair on top of his head. Uh, eyes yellow, skin brown. And uh, he's affiliated with Jabba the Hutt's criminal empire. <laughs> um, already it starts, it's kind of a spoiler alert on this one because it starts with Salacious B. Crumb was. So I'm like, okay, well, whatever he was, he is no more. Was a Kowakian monkey lizard who worked as a jester in the court of the crime lord Jabba Desiligiliac Tire? What? That's, I guess that's Jabba the Hutt. I, now that I think about it, I guess it's not really a spoiler alert that a Star Wars character is dead, right? I mean, if a Star Wars character is dead, then, uh, or, you know, if this all happened in a galaxy far, far away, right? So, you know, that's, that stands. So, uh, I guess they're all dead. Um, Known for his shrill laughter, Crumb kept his master amused until his death during the rescue of Han Solo by members of the Alliance to restore the Republic. So I guess when they blew up Jabba's floating barge thing, that uh, Salacious Crumb did die. I, I was half hoping to ex find out that he had made some kind of escape and done something else. You know what I mean? That seems like a very Star Wars thing, but that's kind of disappointing. Here's his biography, which is shockingly long. Uh, here we go. A male Kowakian monkey lizard from the planet Kowak. Salacious B. Crumb. I wonder what the B stands for. Salacious but Crumb. Was known for his shrill cackling laughter and sophisticated sense of humor like his fellow monkey lizards. All I remember him doing in this movie is just laughing at nonsense. But okay. I mean, do you have a... a sophisticated sense of humor when you're like oh that guy fell down a pit that we knew was there that's hilarious right I mean come on sophisticated uh, many individuals of his species served as favored pets among denizens of the underworld retaining their apparently hilarious sounding names and Crumb was no exception <laughs> becoming the unofficial court jester of the hut crime lord Jabba Dababa Dababadu um, they're, they're apparently hilarious sounding names. Salacious B. Crumb. I don't know. Some people seem to find that funny. 
I don't know why that's hilarious, but apparently. Crone's association with Jabba began when the thief stowed away on the Hut's starship and was found and captured by the Twi'lek Bib Fortuna, uh, who you'll remember as some guy. Jabba struck up a unique deal with the monkey lizard. If Crumb could amuse Jabba at least once a day, he would be allowed to eat and drink as much as he pleased. But if he failed, he would be slain. Crumb lived in this manner for over a dozen standard years and henceforth sat beside Jabba to mercilessly tease and imitate captives, amusing his master greatly with his mimicry and laughter. Crumb even imitated visitors, court courtiers, courtiers, and even Jabba himself, and used his position on the hut's dais to steal morsels of food. Jabba's noxious pet was tolerated because of the amusement he brought Jabba, and because of his unwavering support of his master. This is fucking hilarious. Okay, this is a, this is a story. Fuck, how did they steal the Death Star plans? It's like, this is uh, basically pulled right from, you know, the Arabian Nights, right? It's like uh, Shahrazad has to tell a story and tells a story that doesn't end every night, so then they have to keep her alive another night and another night. That's salacious crumb, except he's doing it with fart jokes. This is like the destiny that I was born to have, by the way. This is, this is a great setup for a tale, for a comedic Star Wars tale um, that we'll probably never get, but I love it. I don't know, I don't know how that works, though, because it's like you have to entertain someone every day uh, amuse someone every day. And it's like, there's got to be a day when it's like Jabba the Hutt's mom dies and then Salacious Crumb's like, oh, shit. You know, how am I going to do this? Maybe that's how the movie goes. It's, it's almost like a heist film because it's like, okay, maybe the Hutts, they know when their moms are going to die. Um, they, they know ahead of time and they're in a, a mode of intense grieving for like 10 days after. So Salacious Crumb is like, I got to pull together the best comedy minds of the Star Wars universe so that we can uh, come up with jokes so that uh, I don't have to die. And, you know, they, they're workshopping shit and some of it goes out and doesn't work. Or they find out like, oh, whatever. I don't know what the Star Wars equivalent of a Polish joke is, but whatever that is, they're like, oh, Jabba does not like those. Um, you know, all these things until eventually we get to the point where it's like, it's go time and Salacious Crumb has to try and survive the final 10 days. <laughs> now that's a film. Crumb was present at Jabba's side when the Dark Lord of the Sith, Darth Vader, arrived in Jabba's... Do you really... Okay, I'm on Wikipedia. Do you really need to say when the Dark Lord of the Sith, Darth Vader... Can you just say Darth Vader? Does anyone like perusing Wikipedia and being like, you guys heard of this Star Wars shit? This Darth Vader sounds like a badass. What's going on? Uh, Darth Vader arrived in Jabba's palace to negotiate with the Hut, and later accompanied his master aboard the sail barge Katana to celebrate with Vader. Crumb laughed uproariously as Jabba's gangsters fired a, at a herd of banthas, causing Vader to threaten the creature's life should he laugh again in his presence. <laughs> I mean, already this is a good story, because it's like, I don't know why, Dar Darth Vader doesn't seem like the celebrating a diplomatic victory type. You know what I mean? 
he's not like Mr. Party Man. And so they're like, let's, how about we go on my sail barge and celebrate the, uh, the deal we made it. The negotiations have gone well. Let's go celebrate on my sail barge. And Darth Vader's like, mm, I don't know. Then what is Jabba like? I have White Claw. And so Darth Vader's like, oh, okay. But then this, this guy's laugh is so fucking annoying that he's like, you better never do that again. I will kill you if you laugh again. Laugh again and I will kill you. I have a hard time not making a funny face if someone's like, hey, make, just keep a regular face. Don't make a funny face. So I can't even imagine if I was trying to not laugh. Crumb was present when members of the Rebel Alliance came to rescue Han Solo from his boss's clutches. Clutch, boss's clutches. While they managed to free Solo, they were quickly recaptured, and Jabba took former Alderaan Prince Alderaan Alderaan Princess. Okay, shouldn't it be like former? Oh, I see. She so she's still Alderanian or whatever, Alderiranian, but Alderaan doesn't exist anymore. Can you just, I mean, again, Princess Leia Organa as his slave. Does anyone not remember that metal bikini? Do we not know who we're talking about? After a failed negotiation, Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker, oh, Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker, killed Jabba's pet Rancor Patissa. That's uh, one of my favorite scenes in that movie, by the way, because it is so fucking weird. There's that, like, just fat guy who's the Rancor trainer. And then when Luke kills the Rancor, he's like really upset. You know, it's like as if someone had sicked their dog on someone and the person killed the dog and the person is very upset. Except his dog is like a huge monster. Crumb <laughs> uh, accompanied his boss and his guests on the ill-fated katana to the Great Pit of Carcoon, where Jabba planned to execute some of the rebels. The foul gangster's effort at execution was quickly thwarted by the rebels' carefully laid plan. Um, something that's funny about this, okay, his name is Salacious Crumb, which is dumb, and I guess people find it funny, but it's like, Princess Leia Organa, Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker, his pet Rancor Patissa, the Great Pit of Carcoon. And then people are like, I, in this universe, it makes sense that somebody is called, uh, Salacious Crumb. It makes the least sense of a lot of names, but it's really not that. It's not like a guy we know today being called Salacious Crumb, right? When Skywalker managed to free himself, and as the rebels began fending off Jabba's guards, why are they just like retelling us the entire thing? Um, I just need to know the crumb parts. General Mayhem broke out on the sail barge. Leia cut off the lights of the barge. Jabba's guests, including Crumb, ran in search of an exit from the barge while Arcana seized the moment to choke Jabba to death with her chain. Following Jabba's death, Crumb attacked C-3PO, almost snatching one of his eyes, but R2-D2 went to the rescue of the droid and shocked Crumb, who turned away annoyed. Crumb was apparently killed when the katana was destroyed by the rebels, who then reunited and escaped. Okay, so he just potentially just maybe died. We assume he died, but there's really no reason to assume he died, right? Um, so, you know, I'm excited for him to make an appearance on, like, The Mandalorian or The Book of Boba Fett or whatever. Obi-Wan show. 
something. Seems like he could show up anywhere. And who who would hate that? <laughs> I just, I think this is funny too, that, it, you know, this is a lesson for everybody. Okay, when you have a sail barge, and you don't have well-marked exits, and someone turns the lights off, and it causes pandemonium, and no one can find the exits. Um, you know, sometimes, sometimes these uh, regulations, like OSHA shit, is annoying, but sometimes it's for our benefit. Just a thought. I do also like. It seems like Salacious Crumb is like Job of the Hut's ride or die. Because he's like, the lights are off. I don't know what the fuck's going on. My boss is dead. What am I going to do? I'm a little Muppet man. So what can I do? Well, I'm just going to uh, <laughs> eat this fucking robot's eyeball. I guess that's my best option. And I'm doing it. <laughs> Why not? Um, this is a, select, uh, or a section called Personality and Traits. Salacious was a natural performer, and he was blessed with a panoply of physical features suitable for a crowd-pleasing clown. Floppy ears, messy hair, wide and oh-so-hypnotic eye... Wait a minute. Who are we describing here? Salacious Crumb or Pete? Floppy ears, messy hair, wide and oh-so-hypnotic eyes, gangly limbs, clumsy movements... Oh, God. And an infectious cackle. Uh-oh. But he didn't possess much of a brain between those outsides ears. Um, this is a quote from someone named Lugubrious Moat. Again, Salacious Crumb is hilarious, but this is coming from Lugubrious Moat. Um, Crumb usually sat on Jabba's lap, where he frequently stole food and mimicked as the palace's unofficial jester, Jabba's... Yeah, we know this already. He was tolerated because his antics amused the hut and because of his unwavering support of his master. Well, that tracks. He also loved tracking Jabba's tail move back and forth. Yeah, didn't he, like, bite his tail or go to bite it or something? He was gonna? I feel like that was uh, the moment of tension, is, like, Jabba's tail is going back and forth like a cat, and Salacious Crumb is like a, a bird watching it or something. And you know the bird is gonna bite it, and the bird doesn't even seem to have much choice. You know, the bird's just going for it, and you're like, I don't know if the bird really wants to do this, but I don't think he's, he can do anything. Um, the Sith Lord, this is a, a copy and paste of his other thing. Except for, Salacious knew many individual secrets, and he was completely willing to use those secrets for his own personal gain or amusement. He had no moral code and was only loyal to Jabba. I mean, that's... That is the, uh, the life of someone who's living moment to moment based on comedy, right? You're going to just have to sort of uh, throw your morality out the window a little bit, I think. Um, unfortunately, that's just, that's going to be your life. And uh, yeah, you may have to uh, exploit someone's secrets to make it work. According to the Molefly Lugubrious Moat, Salacious was not very intelligent. Oh, she described him as dumber than a newborn rancor, which I guess is pretty dumb. Uh, Molefly Lugubrious Moat. <laughs> well, what, is, what the hell does Lugubrious Moat know? Just jealous of Salacious Crumb's comedy stylings. And yeah, you can't be afraid to, to go there with comedy. 
If your life depends on it. Mm-mm. Okay, this is behind the scenes. Wouldn't it be funny if there was a little tiny creature that sat on the shoulder of one of the creatures and repeated everything that big creature said during the argument? That's Ben Burt's original idea for Salacious B. Crumb. Salacious B. Crumb was voiced by Mark Dodson and controlled by puppeteer Tim Rose, who also worked with the puppet of Admiral Akbar in the 1983 film Star Wars episode uh, 6, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, you don't need to tell us Admiral Akbar was in the 1980... Okay. As seen in the 1985 documentary From Star Wars to Jedi, The Making of a Saga, Rose actually gave Crumb a voice other than Crumb's laughing as seen in Return of the Jedi, which he frequently used in conjunction with the puppet to joke around on set, but his voice was ultimately replaced with Dodson's. Salacious B. Crumb ended up being actor Anthony Daniels' favorite character of this series. That's C-3PO. By the way, okay, so they're not going to tell you Anthony Daniels is C-3PO. The fuck? Sound designer Ben Burt described Salacious's laugh as funny hyena-like laugh. So he used to have lines. I, I can't fucking believe that that's C-3PO's favorite character. Anthony Daniels is so full of himself and stuff. So full of shit. Maybe that was Anthony Daniels' way of being like, I'm going to say this is my favorite character because that way... You know, my character looks amazing. I, I just, this makes no sense. Let's see. The puppet for Salacious was created by Tony McVeigh. Uh-oh. It was, whenever I hear that McVeigh name, that's unfortunate. Its name was accidentally created by The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi puppeteer Phil Tippett. All right, this is the story. This is the story we all wanted, right? Uh, George Lucas had given them the task. See, if this was a, a, a weekly show, I would be fading out right before I told you how the name happened. George Lucas had given them the task of deciding the character's name. While, deciding to dis while trying to decide on a name, Tippett and his crew went out to lunch. They had drunken a few pitchers of beer, and on exit, Tippett decided to bend down to tie his shoes. He said, wait a minute, guys. While I tie my shoelaces, shoelaces, slurring the word shoelaces, a crew member immediately recognized its potential. <laughs> While George Lucas initially rejected the name for Jabba's Jester, he changed it to Salacious and added the word crumb for the character's surname as an homage to underground comic book artist Robert Crumb. Why the fuck not? <laughs> My god. Hmm. Just my shoelaces. Okay, let's call him shoelaces. No, 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 that's dumb. Let's call him salacious crumb. <laughs> I mean, is this it explains a lot. If if basically all the Star Wars names were like, all right, here's the process. Let's go out, have some pictures of beers. Whatever I slur will suggest to George. He'll say, no, that's dumb, and say something slightly worse. And then we're there. According to Michael Carter, the actor who played Jabba's major domo, Bib Fortuna, uh, in a Force.net interview during the filming of Jedi, okay, how many layers of da-da-da-da-da-do-da-da, during the filming of Jedi, 
This is all I need to know. There were several scenes which involved Jess and Salacious B. Crumb. Who's Jess? But these scenes, according to him, were cut from the final edit of the film. However, some of these scenes appeared in the non-canonical Lapti Neck, the music video from Jabba's Palace, and in Warwick Davis's commentary, Return of the Ewok. <laughs> what even? What even? Who's Jess? Okay, Jess is like a background character who's like a, a, a bikini dancer lady in Jabba's palace. There's like one picture of her. She has a horrible wig. She's definitely been doing a lot of ab work. I will say that. If you're going to be um, immortalized in Star Wars, I guess it's best that you've like done a bunch of sit-ups if your torso is going to appear. Someone should have told the ranker trainer that, probably. And then we got a bunch of sources and other bullshit. And that's about it. That's about all there is to know about Salacious Crumb. Unless there's like, do you think there's an actual Wikipedia? Oh, there's a StarWars.com. Uh, here's four reasons Salacious Crumb is scarier than you might think. Oh, and you can get a Salacious Crumb action figure from Walmart. Is he tiny? Oh, there's a there's like a salacious crumb stuffed animal. There's a salacious crumb pop vinyl. There's a salacious crumb glass. There's a salacious crumb Pez dispenser. You know, I know I we make fun of Star Wars for like merchandising everything that's ever existed. Oh, I see. The salacious crumb action figure is salacious crumb viciously attacking C3PO. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I liked Salacious Crumb. I'm Anthony Daniels because he nearly tore my eye out. Let's see. Should we see why he's scarier than we think? Um, This is the only article on StarWars.com about Salacious Crumb, apparently. Because I'm looking at it. Looking at here, the data bank. And this is the only thing. It's from October 2021. So finally somebody put in a thing of Salacious Crumb with a horrible looking picture. He's just looking every bit the puppet Boglin that you'd expect. Four reasons he's scarier than you might expect. Oh, and this came out just in time for Halloween. Uh, one is he knows all the secrets. Throughout his time, Salacious saw a lot of drama. Powerful people making shady deals, blah, blah, blah. Salacious knows all the secrets, and that's a frightening thought. Any dirt he has, he'll absolutely use it. He has no moral code. We already knew that. There's no one who is closer to Jabba than Salacious, both in friendship and proximity. Always be wary of the person whispering in the boss's, boss's ear. Eh, that's not that good. Wicked sense of humor. <laughs> Getting roasted by a comedian is brutal, especially if they mimic the person they are verbally skewering. Salacious is known as a great imitator. He'd mercilessly tease Jabba's captives. Other times, he'd mimic his Jabba himself, much to the hut's amusement. Do we really hear that in the movie? I don't remember that happening in the movie. I would like that, but we didn't really get it. So far, I'm not terrified. Judge him by his size, do you? And this is a picture of him trying to tear out C-3PO's eye. <laughs> um... Kawaki and monkey lizards travel in packs because there's safety in numbers when you're two feet tall. 
Salacious did quite well for himself going solo. Blah, blah, blah. You never know where he might be lurking, which makes him the perfect spy. Because of his diminutive size, people think he's an underdog. But monkey lizards are capable of using a weapon like a blaster. Not to mention a sharp-beaked mouth. <laughs> I mean, okay, so he could shoot a gun. I guess, you know, that makes him slightly scarier than an average monkey. But not terrifying. The cuteness factor. Um, He managed to... What? While Salacious is not conventionally adorable, like a Porg or an Ewok, there is something special about that Kowakian monkey lizard. That's crazy. Uh, maybe, uh, so the idea here is maybe Jabba the Hutt is like, oh, I think he's cute. I guess that's possible. I guess if you're a fucking space slug, you might think that Salacious Crumb is adorable. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that uh, makes him scary, per se. That might be a stretch. But, uh, I, I see where you're coming from, I guess. It's a tough world out there for writers of articles. You know what I mean? They're like, you gotta write... I can't fucking imagine in 2021 you're working for, like, StarWars.com and they're like, we need you to write articles about Star Wars stuff. And you're like, like what? They're like, I don't know, just something that hasn't been written before. And you're like, um, can I say Admiral Akbar is gay or something? And they're like, no. No, God, you can't do that. No, just... Something that everybody knows already, but turn it into a listicle format, okay? Yeah, it's not like Salacious Crumb and it was like, he's got a body count. And then they're like, yeah, he killed a bunch of other, uh, he killed a bunch of dudes. You know what I mean? When he got there, he got thrown into the Rancor pit. And he escaped and killed the old trainer. And, uh, you know, things didn't turn out too good for him. <laughs> I don't know, something. Why not just make up something like that? But yeah, I don't I don't know how you end up writing an article for StarWars.com. I don't know how much they pay, but it's got to be basically impossible, right? Are you just, you look at Wikipedia and then you're just like, hmm, okay, I could, you know, what the hell is that giant penis coming out of Bib Fortuna's head anyway? Question mark. I don't think any of my pitches would be successful. Well, there you go. That's the uh, Salacious Crumb, crumb Cast. Salacious Cast, Crumb Cast, Salacious Crumb Cast. Uh, I've been your host, Pete. Um, tune in next time when we will cover more Salacious Crumb, even though it didn't fill one full hour. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>